first of all, let's talk about the praise break that was at the beginning. Why do I feel like this does this every time I'm recording? I start getting computer notifications. <laughs> LOL. Let's talk about the praise break at the beginning. That's been a song of the week before. Um, Yeah, the song of the week. I mean, that was Proverbs 3, I think, Tablet of Your Heart by Todd Delaney. Either way, I have to start with the praise break because it is Sunday. And I know you're probably like, you know what, Ebony? The podcast is supposed to be out today. Well, it is going to be out, and I was actually supposed to record yesterday, but I was just not in the mood whatsoever. I did nothing yesterday. I'm going to get to that during the couch chat, but we're here. We're back and we're better. That's all that matters is that I'm getting this out by 6 p.m., maybe 5 p.m., maybe earlier today. Um. So, yeah. Hello. Welcome one, welcome all. If you're new, what it is, what is up? Got the wide up. That's still not the right lyrics, but it's okay. What is up? If you're returning, what's up? You've been listening, of course. And if you're new, you're going to want to listen more after the show, of course. I am your host, Ebony Gertrude Kelly. I have a new middle name every episode. The baldest the most chocolate the thickest the smartest your favorite engineer sound and regular your favorite everything i'm your host the one and only your favorite leo (laughs) because leo season is right around the corner once the cancers get out the way and the crazy Gemini's. Anyways, this is episode 18 of Ethereal Black Girl, the podcast. Hey, hey. As you can tell, I'm in a bit way better mood than I was last week. Last week, I was a little monotone. And, you know, my voice is very monotone by nature. That's just kind of how I sound. And it's the morning. It's about 9.30 a.m. Um, But I just feel like to myself, I have a lot. I sound like I have a lot more energy than I did last week because last week was honestly, it was a great week, but it was a rough week, which I'll get to later. So, um, I thought, you know, I used to do quote of the week, um, a minute ago. I used to have quote of the week and I used to have weekly obsession, which this is off, well, whatever, it's not really off topic. I thought I had a quote of the day. It was this thing I saw on Twitter, but I lost it. Um, so yeah, we don't have a quote of the day, but it's fine. So we're just going to go ahead and get into weekly check-in. Um, what did I do this week? So this week was my first week at my big girl job. Um, I don't think I told y'all where I work. No, I I doubt I did because I don't need anybody from my job coming to um pull my podcast. Up. I mean, I don't be saying nothing bad on here, except for I occasionally talk about white people, um, but I love my fellow Caucasian brothers and sisters that I work with, though. And there's like three people of color that work with me. So, well, I'm the third one. Um, But what I will say is I had such a great freaking week, y'all. I had literally the greatest, the best work week. So Monday was just like regular. Um, Maybe I'll describe kind of what I do. But then that's kind of give away what company I work for, LOL. But it's not like y'all are going to run. Whatever. I may explain it in a minute. Um, Monday, I just like did like um, met everybody. And what I do like about this job um, is that we're in a cubicle setting. But it's not like our cubes are literally humongous. Like 
that the cubicle that I'm in is close to like the same size that my old office was. They're very big cubes. Um, and there's about, there's one, two, three, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's like 10 or 11 cubicles in the room that I work in. Cause we work in like a, it's a business center slash engineering office. Um, cause the place that I work for, they do like billing business stuff also I don't know how to describe it but yeah so it's um introduce me to everyone um there is okay just for like obviously for demographics just picture so there is me I'm the youngest person in there I'm 22 um there's some a man that's been there for about a year now he's 25 um then there's a man that's like freaking 67 um he's worked there for like 40 plus years and then there's this older black man. That's my dog. That's really my dog. I told him I was going to sit in my podcast link. So if you ever listen to this, what's up? I love him. He's real cool. Be looking at and stuff. Um, and then my mentor, who that's also my dog. I really like him. Um, he is a man of color. He is Indian, which is so great. And he's like fire. Like, you know how when you graduate and you feel like you're going to, um, you're going to be just thrown out there without any guidance at my job well when there is a, um EIT so engineering and training program that you have to go to which I'm pretty sure most people have but still I just don't like my co-op didn't have that and then two um he breaks everything down to even if you weren't an engineer you would kind of understand what he was saying but um like I was saying it's like a cubicle setting and since my job is technical but it's also customer service based so like I think since we all have to talk to a lot of customers everyone that works in the office is like really talkative and really outgoing so it's not like you know engineers can be very weird and like awkward weird um they have their social skills kind of don't be they aren't the best since we have to like talk to people face to face all the time um everyone in the office is like great at communicating and talking like really talkative so it's like real really really chill in there um and y'all okay so I have <laughs> so the job that I do is like <sighs> Cause it's going to be so obvious and I'm not, I'm not trying to protect it because like, Oh, I'm like a special person who don't want nobody to pull for my job. No, no, I'm not that important. But like for the sake of <laughs> my name and what I say being tied, I don't need my opinions to be tied to the company, which is why I'm like trying to whatever. So basically what I do is I have a work truck <laughs> I just got my work truck um last week because the dude it was another black dude that was there before me but he's leaving going to he's still in the company but going to a different kind of location setting type of situation I got his truck y'all my work vehicle is a f-150 imagine me <laughs> driving an f-150 having to wear a hard hat having to wear like um, one of those neon caution vests sometimes having all this equipment in my car binoculars stakes hammers machetes <laughs> it's it's hilarious like if you know me as a person you just know that I would never have expected myself to be in the situation but I really love it I'll be whipping my f-150 I'm not gonna lie to you so I'll drive a Honda Civic <laughs> I drive a Honda Civic um 
so having to go from the Honda Civic, and I can actually bring my work truck home, which I'm probably going to bring home this week. Going from that Honda Civic to that uh, work truck, I don't know why that is hilarious. Because you know how on the F-150s, like Honda Civic, they have the gear, the Prindle, as a London Tipton called it. But you know on the trucks, they have the things sticking out like the side of the where the steering wheel where the steering wheel base is at so i'm like the first time i drove i'm like bro how do i put this thing in drive like i was struggling but now we have it so i'll be whipping my f-150 and it kind of makes me want an suv but anyway so yeah i have my uh i'm official have my f-150 have all of my like work um i have to order some more work clothing when i go back to work this week but just ordering my um I mean, I have like my work safety glasses, my work sunglasses. I'm going to get some that are prescribed, have like my hard hat. Basically, my job is like I have to meet with customers that either need to get things, a certain thing like installed, replaced or installed, replaced or removed. Do I have to drive to I have a I have a certain um territory that i'm in charge of and i drive around like meet customers or they send stuff that they need done and then i like design what needs to be done and then hand it off to some other people and they do whatever they have to do so that's basically what i do so that's hence the work truck hence the customer service hence you know and i feel like it's a really good job for me because i'm very talkative as well as i like the technicalities of it and i never thought i would be working with what i work with because it's not quite mechanical work but it kind of is anyways that's enough so i had like a great work week like everybody was so cool then wednesday we had um a barbecue because like i said um there was a black dude that was there before me and he left uh his last day was wednesday so we had like a little barbecue food was really good my manager made some chicken you know no shade to my caucasian brothers and sisters but y'all know y'all don't be seasoning y'all food but my manager can cook okay that man seasoned that chicken to perfection yeah baked potato chicken whatever so that was cool um and then, like, of course, my supervisor, like, took a, took me to eat, like, on, like, my first day. And, like, it's just, like, a really cool vibe. Very casual as far as, like, atmosphere, dressing. Like, we're allowed to, like, play around and stuff. But still, as long as you get your job done. But we can just, like, joke around and stuff. It's real cool. So, like, had a really great work week. My commute isn't even far. Like, I thought my commute was going to be, like, 50 minutes. My commute is literally, like, 40 minutes probably at most no more than it can't be more not even 45 minutes so commute is great obviously I'm still commuting from Tuscaloosa but I will be moving to Birmingham um in mid-July which I'm probably going to sign my lease I want to say like next week and the only reason the only reason I haven't signed my lease is because so okay I I honestly haven't tried to apply for the apartment yet because I was waiting until I got some pay stubs so I can present them with proof of income. But honestly, I get paid this week and it's only for one week's work. So I'm probably I'm pretty sure I can use that. But I'm going to look at a few apartments. Um, Because I work in Hueytown. If you know, like Birmingham is Hueytown is like west of Birmingham. I work in Hueytown, but I'm not going to live no i'm not living near Hueytown, um or in Hue whatever i don't even know if there's houses to leave it's literally con it's country anyways so i want to move like more in birmingham like kind of 
on the same I'm on right off of 280 essentially is where I want to live um and that's gonna be like a 35 minute commute maybe sometimes 40 but honestly I don't really care because the apartments like I said have everything that I'm looking for I'm gonna keep looking though but yeah that's what I've been doing this week uh playing around with my soundboard I've had a lot more time because I don't know if I'll address this which I'll address it more in my couch chat um or no I won't say it now I wait to my couch chat but I just had a lot more time on my hands to do like a lot of stuff so I've just been like trying to recoup from having to drive to work and back and um having to come home and work out and stuff and just balance that so yeah that's what I've been doing this week oh happy memorial day because memorial day oh lol do you say happy because it's remembering those People do say happy Memorial Day though, right? Okay, I'm happy Memorial Day. Memorial Day is tomorrow. I'm off work. Um, yeah, I'm off work. So, um, my parents and my sister actually left me um for dead. They left me in town. My parents went to Maryland to see my uncle and my sister and her husband and Lennox, which is my niece. They went to Tampa so yeah everybody left me here and then one of my friends went home my other friend has been busy and then i've been having nobody literally no i've been just sitting here watching movies so yeah that is what i did this weekend um i'm trying to think is that all i did i think so yeah that was my nails so yeah so now i guess we can just move into music montage because i have nothing else to talk about so okay so music montage isn't even going to be that long today so i say but every time i feel like it ends up being long I just have three words. Shelly FKA Drum. So Drum has an album. And you guys, you guys, when I tell y'all this is a no skip album, it is a no skip album. Like I have, I, and the reason that the music montage won't even be that long today. I have not been listening to anything else this week. Not at all. And I can't. First of all, the cover art is fire. The cover art is crazy. Like, I think I was listening to... I listened to another podcast called Black Love Matters. And they were talking about just drama as a whole. I was like, let me see what he's been up to. Because I like a few songs by John. Yeah. The first song is the bank. Like, everything is a banger. Like, this is just a sexy album. This is a sexy ass album. It's just like, it just flows so well. Like, he talks in between um a few of the songs. But everything is just orchestrated so well. And, you know, Drawn's voice is just so smooth. It's just like butter almost. And... You know, sometimes it sounds like, you know how people say, well, I say, Giveon sound like he has peanut butter stuck in his throat, but it sounds so beautiful. Sometimes drum gives me like he has a little mucus. 
but it sounds so good. So, okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to play my three um songs that I liked and I'm going to um I'm going to play one and stop and then introduce the next one like I used to do for the songs. But please listen to the album on Spotify and on Apple Music and on all the other ones. It is um called Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-F-K-A, Drum, D-R-E-M. It came out this year. When did it come out? I have no idea, but we're going to, we might dissect one of the songs because the beat is like five, but I think he's talking about somebody cheating on him. But yeah, the first one we're going to listen to. Um, despite the controversy around Summer Walker and her malnourished child, she's feeding it grass and um, air. She didn't do good in this song. So we're going to listen to it. Um, you know, a few of Summer Walker screws are loose. We've all known that ever since. Um, I think she was talking about formula. Which formula, you know, I'm not a mother, so I'm not going to speak on baby necessities. I have zero kids. Thank you very much. Um, but Summer be feeding her uh, baby cheeses and cheat so yeah um yeah but this is all pride aside um by drum featuring summer walker girl if i did this song with you that means i enable you i'd be forced to get along with you because i want to be enabled to and if you gave me all your love that means you enable me Baby girl, I'm far from done Somehow I must return the feast If I swallow all my pride Then you then would be alright And if you gave yourself to I mean it like the song is just real sexy okay real classy the bass line is nice it's just I don't know I immediately added to my playlist and I'm pretty sure I've listened to this song at least 50 times to the point where I had to download it to my phone because um in the building that I work in we don't have you can't use your phone in there literally there's no connection can barely send a text and barely call anyone on my cell phone so that was all part of side with summer walker of course i didn't play summer walker's part because i can't get copyrighted because let me tell you i got an email um about possibly <laughs> getting an episode taken out. i think it was a nigerian ptsd when did i say this last week um I forgot what song was on there, but apparently I maybe I played the song for too long. And I'll be trying to give y'all at least a minute 
But yeah, that was like a minute and some seconds. So yes, yeah, goes to our part of side by drum. The next song that I want to play um, is called The Lay Down. And it's with her and just a heads up. Like, not a heads up. Well, yeah, just a heads up. Her has a guitar solo. In, or actually, I don't think she's playing the guitar. I don't know my credentials. Someone's playing the guitar. Because it's with her and it's with someone named Watt. And I don't know who this Watt person is. I'm gonna go look him up. What? Oh, it's definitely him. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely him. Um, in his picture, he has a guitar and he gives he's giving rock. I just said her because I know her plays the guitar. Who knows? It could be both of them, it could just be one. Either way, there's a guitar solo in there. Um, that song is also great. So yeah, we're gonna listen to a little bit of the lay down as well. Just in case you wanted to with her and um drum just go listen to it i will play the guitar solo but like i said i'm not trying to get copyrighted so um the guitar solo i'm gonna do my research um that's the infamous train by my house um yeah i'm gonna do some research but i'm pretty sure it's whoever this watt person is because as you heard her just did the um did her verse or whatever so yeah they also lay down then this one this is the song where I was like, wait a minute. Um, I think he talking about getting cheated on because he said something. Um, he had t said something before this. Hold on. I have to go look at it. He had, you know how they have people have like the, not quite an interlude, but they talk before. But the song before that is called Married Woman. That's what he said. No. You know, it's, it's a certain whatever. Well, one of these he was talking in between, and I maybe it's the end of Married Woman, and he had said something that alluded to infidelity. <laughs> so I don't know, but we're gonna listen to it. It's called Cooking with Grease, and then we listen to the song, and then I'm, I'll have the lyrics up. I'm gonna kind of break it down, and I'm gonna explain like why I think it's about cheating. But yeah, here we go. He's got you tied in your eyes and crossing your teeth. Got you cleaning your dirt before it gets back to me. He's got you tied in your eyes. 
That honest, okay, I'll probably decide it's definitely my favorite song on there, but Cooking with Grease is, I would say, I'll probably play that more in the car because obviously the bass line is crazy. And that kind of sounds like a beat I was making yesterday. But anyways, um, so yes, let's pull up the lyrics, shall we? So we can see what this man is talking about. So, okay, okay, I'm trying to use me. Okay, the lyrics say, He's got you dotting your eyes and crossing your T's. He's got you cleaning your dirt before it gets back to me. So that's saying he's got you dotting your eyes, crossing your T's. That means, babe, everything needs to be in check. He's got you making sure, okay, where were you at at 9.57 p.m. on Tuesday? That's what the, that's what the side do. Because, you know, that's the thing. A little off topic men do not mind being side pieces which is like mind-blowing to me and i mean certain women don't like being side pieces if money or like gifts are involved but men will really like to be the side piece because they can get the vagine and not have to worry about you at the end of the day but that's just another discussion i just thought about that as i'm listening as i'm reading these lyrics and he's got to clean your dirt before it gets back to me so like down your eyes crossing your teeth make sure everything is in order and you're what is that that's my pretty dude. He's got you cleaning your dirt. So that means he's got you. Well, <laughs> I immediately thought that, that meant that he's got you taking a shower to clean your vagine to get the sex off of you. But that's not what that means. <laughs> LOL. He's just saying he's got you making sure everything's in order before you come back to your man. Cause he don't he don't have the time for the drama. Cause I feel like when side when the side dudes he gets drama, they be like, okay, I'm out. This is too much not for not over the vagina most men most men probably um just when you need some love just when you that's just saying like well does that mean well drum does that mean you're not doing your job because you're saying just you need some love but why does she need some love if y'all go together is that why she's cheating on me i don't condone cheating emotional physical whatever just leave if you want to be single you feel me just go but just when you, that part is catchy though so i kind of feel bad but like drum babe you're not giving her no love that's why she cheating because why is she in need then he said i feel using the abuse so i start so you started doing it too so see so she started cheating on drum and drum was like wait he said he started doing it too but i never did it to you Yes, you did. So he's saying he felt used and abused, obviously, because the girl's cheating on him. But he never did it. So he started doing it, too, which means so you got a side piece. So you started cheating back. But I never did it to you. So, yes, you did. Just because you counter cheat, which I call if somebody cheats on you and then you cheat on them, you feel like it's balanced. You did do it to her. You're both in the wrong. So why, so why you do it to me? He didn't cheat for. He's saying he didn't cheat first. I, this was my last resort. I have to cheat on you because you was just cheating on me and making me look stupid out here. Then he said, ain't it funny how you couldn't be alone? Well, I'm drum. I'm a little confused because do y'all go together or not? I'm about to email him because in my eyes, they go together. She cheating on him. He's talking about she got everything in order, which they always say women are better cheaters, which may or may, may or may not be true. I've never cheated on anyone, so I wouldn't know. Um, just you need some love. I'm thinking if she needs some love, that means y'all are in a situation. 
if anything situationship at best but y'all not communicating right because she's not cheating if y'all in the situationship whatever he said he feel used and abused so he started doing it too so you started cheating and you're talking about something you didn't do it to her but she did it to you that sounds stupid but no you sound dumb because you did do it to her you just did it second and it's funny how you can't couldn't be alone but you couldn't be alone either or could you be alone you were doing this as payback i don't know long story short cooking with grease is just like it's dangerous you're getting popped that's what that means you're cooking with grease unless you're wearing long sleeves unless you're wearing your protection which obviously he was not he didn't have his guard up correctly he didn't have on his long sleeve when he was cooking bacon okay he's getting popped cooking with grease you're getting a pop, pop you know when you be cooking grease or fried chicken you just be getting popped i wear a hoodie when i cook bacon sometimes sometimes i just be like we're just gonna get popped today but yeah that is one of my um favorites just me just me yeah so that's enough of the shelly fk drum that's literally the name of the album and his artist name but go check that out because i am literally obsessed when i say obsessed i am so obsessed with um that whole album as a whole and then also just some like side things um a song by drum that i really really like is wi-fi with him and erica baidu and then i like caretaker of course with him and SZA. then i like 100 percent when it's just for him but y'all might have um heard 100 percent 999 but you keep it 100 i feel like that came out a long time ago like when i was either in high school or towards the beginning of when i was in college so yeah um that had to be that had to be when i was like a, at least a freshman because let me just tell this quick anecdote right quick so i went to go see kendrick lamar in 2017 for the damn tour me and my friend spring shout out spring if you're listening and um so drum went first and then travis scott so drum opened up for travis scott travis scott opened up for kendrick it was a fight was still to this day one of my like favorite concerts aside from the Tyler the creator concert well where this mean whatever in the kendrick lamar concert one of my favorites nonetheless um and drum came out and i think he performed 100 percent. i know he performed i think you're cute i know he performed it i don't know but aren't they aren't they on the same album whatever go listen to 100 percent. it's a bop so last thing we want to talk about um isaiah rashad of course he just happens to come up in every episode that i record i can't help it that i'm obsessed with the man I can't help it. So um he went to the cave, aka where Kenny Beats, um, he be make he makes the y'all know who Kenny Beats is a white man. Lovely man, okay? My call my Caucasian brother. He um makes all the fire beats. Him and Rico are they be working. She'd be like, Kenny, she's talking about Kenny Beats. Anyways, um Isaiah Rashad went to the cave where like Kenny Beats will like run the beats while they'll do a freestyle. And I have listened to the uh freestyle in its entirety. So or I have barely listened to it. I kind of just listened to a little piece because I was downloading it. So let's listen to that and then I'll just keep my mic on. So yeah. Come on. Okay. Okay. I used to ride. I used to. I used to. Okay. This is such an Isaiah Rashad beat. It sounds like groggy, kind of. Oh, I like this. 
Can he beat this so funny? It's the <laughs> audience round of applause for me. How much I gotta pay for this? <laughs> it's really like maybe my favorite not, one. I'm not even just saying it. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. Rico Nasty had a, had a had a hard one Five at one point ago, in time. We were in a different studio before I had the cave. I was playing beats for Zay, and not one beat hit. Okay. So personally, I thought the clip was longer than that. That was very short. That was um I mean he had a good flow. That was just very I wasn't enthused. I was unenthused. That's still my daughter. Well, hey, let me let me say these. Of course it's a freestyle, it's not gonna be a whole song. So I would say from what I what I heard, if it was a whole song, I would I would definitely like it. I would definitely vibe with it. Um, the beat was fire. I did like it. The beat was hard, and he can always write a beat. So that's you know that's a good thing. I just wish it was like a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I really I don't know when. Okay, so of course the sun's tired, fire, and of course um, Sylvia's demo fire. And of course, in my intro is usually I mean by Isaiah Rashad. I feel so dirty when I bitch you right. I make you nervous. Yeah. I think my hoe might be the preacher wife. Yeah. Okay. I be wanting a straight album of like, of course, The Sun's Tyrate, 10 out of 12 out of 10, like 100 out of 10. I love The Sun's Tyrate. And Sylvia's demo, I literally love that album, also 100 out of 10. I just be wanting, give me. I don't know. Of course, y'all have heard, I mean, before by Isaiah Rashad. It used to be the intro of not, or it still can be the intro sometimes. I just choose different intros. But, I mean, just has such a different, like, cadence, like a vibe. He was talking, he was talking his stuff. He was, he was talking his shit. Okay, he was... This man said, oh. Ooh, say it loud, tell your friends I got honey. Dudes who not had the worst time be the funniest. Back when they called me Akon, I was running shit. Vigilant, 60-40 something, but I'm kicking the weight. I was thought as a... He was like, 
I don't know how to describe it, but I just need one song. I just need him to really go in and obviously like, of course, supposedly I say allegedly because I don't, I don't know the man, but allegedly Isaiah has like struggled with like alcoholism and like he was in rehab and stuff like that. And then he had like a, I remember he was on live talking about he had like a baby he didn't even know about. Whatever, my man's be going through it. But what I will say is um, I feel like once he gets back into the group, because, like, mind you, he hasn't made music in, like, such a long time or, like, made a project or anything. So once I feel like he, like, gets back into the groove, groove, I'm glad to have him back. Like I told you, Leiwager, I have to, of course, he was showing, you know, Tennessee some love. He's from Chattanooga, then Duke Deuce also was on it. He's from Tennessee also. I just need to let that song grow on me. The freestyle was alright. It's just a freestyle, so I mean, it was cool for a freestyle. And then, yeah. So yes, that's what we're ending on. Um, still have not gone back to my "Make It Last Forever" mix because I was frustrated the other day. I really need to. I have a problem where I be. I try to learn things on my own, and it's like, babe, there's people on YouTube that can teach you how to do things. So I might. I'm thinking I'm gonna start watching like um beat making videos like especially with regards to the soundboard to my akai um board that i have and then we're gonna go off of that but yeah so now we can head over to couch chat because i have an endless list of things to talk about Okay, so I have a list of a few things. First order of business that I um would like to talk about. <laughs> it's kind of weird because it's about me, so it's like weird. Um, I am single. Lol, it's not lol. It's not. It's I say LOL when it's like awkward. <laughs> um, yes, I'm single, not because okay, so I'm I said I'm gonna speak positively about it. Um, I feel like, well, first of all, I'm pretty sure my ex he he listens, he supports the podcast. So like there's gonna be even if things did happen negatively or whatever, like there's not gonna be any negative talk of him on here. Um, a great man, lovely man, love him, care about him, want the best for him, of course. And the feeling is mutual, of course. He like wants the best for me and things like that. But yeah, I'm just um I'm single. I just feel like, you know, it is okay to for things to be going great. Um, but personally you just don't feel like you're um in the right space to you know be trying to emotionally give to people kind of I guess um so all I will say is yeah I'm single I really don't think I'm ready to mingle um <laughs> I've only been single for like a week I really don't think I'm ready to mingle um yeah I don't even know if I have the capacity to mingle if somebody would want to be my friend that's fine maybe but there's just a very hard list of questions that must be asked beforehand. Um, but yeah, all I will say, cause this is like the first thing on my couch chat. Cause I think, um, two or three people had, I, I would say something like on Twitter. Um, and then like two or three people would, 
I mean, I said something on Twitter and then two people had DM me. Then on Instagram, somebody asked me a question and then they had, um, they had replied to something I said in my story. So yes, um, yes, I have been doing fine transparency moment. It was like very sad. Um, I decided to break things off because I feel like it's very selfish. It's very selfish to stay in the situation um, when mentally you yourself just aren't there. And then you feel like you have things to work on. You feel like the other person has things to work on. I just feel like it's unhealthy just because like from the outside looking in, everything seems like it's quote unquote going great. So that's kind of all I'll say about that. Um, So, yeah. It's been going fine. Um, I have a tendency to think that like, you know what? I saw this girl on TikTok. She's talking about she has like a one twenty four seven rule for like she gives herself one hour to feel emotions. If you know if it's if she's still if it's still not right, she gets then she gives her if it's like on a grander scheme, then she gives herself um twenty four hours, so a whole day to kinda like feel those emotions. Then if it's even on a grander scheme, then she gives herself like seven days and then after the seven days she kinda just like, okay, it is what it is. And I kind of operate like that. Like I don't like to being sad is not like my thing. I always tell people I would rather my my primary emotion is usually like anger or like being upset. I would rather be angry than I am like sad. So I just been using this week well I've been really distracted by work. Um obviously Monday through Friday and then I like go to the gym and I do this and that so I really have been distracted but then like yesterday oh no Friday after I got off work I was like I like took myself to like get drinks and get food and stuff then I came back and I was kind of tipsy and I was just thinking like dang I really don't have nobody to talk to that's crazy that's really wild I mean and of course I need this time to like be alone and self-reflect and stuff um which I have no problem being alone I, I was alone a long time before I got in a relationship but it was just kind of like weird adjusting to like talking to someone all the time to like not talking to them and like we like occasionally converse like we're still cool there is no bad blood I will say that there's no bad blood we're still cool um but yeah some people just have to go on different paths to you know just figure out different things and then um if things are meant to be they will end up circling back around and yeah so that was the first topic that I just wanted to like kind of touch on. So the second thing I want to talk about was the uproar of the BT Awards nominations. And I'm going to go look that up on my phone now. So to my knowledge, there was a lot of talk of BT Awards and colorism and privilege. Um, I will come on in a month. Um, nominees. Let's go here. So the complete list yeah so there was just controversy um when it came to best female oh i think jasmine sullivan gonna win best female um r&b pop artist anyways um male r&b whatever 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 i'm looking for best group chris brown and young thug how the hell is they a group chloe and Halle need to win let's talk okay so okay first of all i was gonna talk about the controversy let's just go through what i feel like who i feel like is gonna win album of the year we have ungodly hour a nice album i feel like hotels by jasmine sullivan could win i don't think good news by meg is gonna win because i personally did not like that album um and they have the weekend i don't think the weekend's gonna win um 
I love the weekend, but I just feel like for BT's demographic, I don't think he's gonna win. Um, best female R and B and pop artist, artist said Jasmine Sullivan. Um, best R and B slash pop male artist. Hmm. So I personally, I don't think Tank is gonna win. Don't think the weekend's gonna win. Giveon has been doing his thing, and he fine. He is fine, but he been doing his thing. Christopher Maurice. It's Chris Brown, but I feel like he's not gonna because he ain't been doing much. Black, I do like black, but I personally want Anderson Pac or Giveon to win just because they are like the, they are the epitome of R and B. Like Anderson Pac is so soulful, Giveon is so soulful. Like they have voices of an angel, and then Anderson Pac plays so many instruments. Anyways, best group Chloe and Halle. I'm not even gonna go through these. They have the City Girls on here, the Migos, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pac, Silk Sonic. I personally feel like to be fair, Chloe and Halle should win because, huh? Um, best collaboration, WAP is probably gonna win. I'm sure WAP is gonna win. Oh, they have For the Night featuring Pop Smoke and Lil Baby and Da Baby. I feel like sometimes people die, they give them awards because they feel kind of sad, bad for them. Which I don't know how I feel about that. I do like For the Night. I won't tell you once, I'll tell you twice. Um, best male hip hop artist. I personally, for the year, am wanting. I don't really like. I'm not gonna lie. The baby is fine. I don't really care for his music. Drake has just broken so many records in this past, so, surpassed so many people. He don't even care about this probably. As for Jake Cole, Jake Harlow, he's white. Next, and I say not because I don't like my my Caucasian brothers and sisters, but this just proves my point too. There was a whole controversy about this white Delta on um Twitter, which I may or may not get into. I don't know. Um, and we're they were just talking about how black people aren't great gatekeep gatekeepers. This is the Black Entertainment Television Awards. Jack Harlow is white. I may get that he's a rapper, but he can maybe get an award at like a MTV Awards or something. So I don't want him to win because he you just took the award away from a black person so yes i really don't know who i don't really care who wins this is where the controversy is at right here best female hip-hop artists we have cardi b coyla ray doja cat um meg the stallion mulatto and saweetie now let me tell you all there's so many things wrong with this so there was a lot of talk of um, let's just preface if you've never seen before i am a dark-skinned woman there has been a lot of talk of colorism considering that one two three four five five out of the six uh participants are light-skinned um meg is the only one to like a little chocolate meg is also brown so there's really not even a dark skin on here um lol which is quite comical and let me go through and tell you i feel like no one on here deserves to win it aside from either doja ugh, ugh, no sorry not doja either meg the stallion or maybe mulatto so as for the year and like people were saying well i'll get to that so cardi b i mean everyone loves cardi b lovely girl but um i don't really like her because she be saying the n-word and she's hispanic is she mixed I haven't done my research, so I'm not going to speak out of ignorance. If she is mixed, then whatever. Um, if not, whatever. And she's dumb. And it's hard for me to separate the artist from the person because she's going back to Offset and, like, she's annoying. But lovely girl, though, I guess. And her stylist be doing that thing. But mm, she's all right. Uh, Coyla Ray, this is where the this is where the confusion comes. Uh. He called me Big Purr. Come make this purr. That's the only thing I'm going to, that's, 
there was a song of the week by Coily Ray that I did some some months ago, but she does not have she ain't this Benzino's daughter also. She does not have the credentials. This is like a baseball coach teaching history. Maybe they may have read a few pages, maybe studied the lesson plan, but they don't have a history degree. She doesn't have the credentials to be in the running for best female hip hop artist. Cause we no so X Doja Cat is a coon. I have not. I guess everybody has forgotten. I am not everybody. I remember that she was in the chat rooms letting a white man call her <laughs> with an ER. So no, coon. And it's not like she apologized. Or and you know, this is the thing about cancel culture. Slight pause in this conversation. I get it. Um, you don't have to explain yourself to anyone, whatever. Because I was famous and I did something about that somebody didn't like, as long as it wasn't harmful to you know a certain racial group or whatever. I'll be like, okay, well, I'm gonna keep doing whatever I want to do. Cause just cause I'm famous, I'm not gonna apologize. I get it. But the fact that Dosha Cat is literally a coon. And didn't someone say one time she didn't consider herself a black woman? I don't. No, Doja Cat has got to get out of here. She's got to go, and her lace is not giving in this picture. So she has to go. She be, she used to look raggedy, and she's a coon. Meg, oh, y'all know, love Meg. Love her so much. She can win for all I care. You know, she's great. She be having bars. Her last album, Good News, I personally was not a fan. Um, But her and her boyfriend are real cute, and she is cute, and... um. She's consistent aside from this last album. So maybe she's not consistent, but her first two albums was it. And her freestyle C5. She can actually rap. Mulatto. Bilotto. She can win. Um she's if she wins, I would be surprised. She should not win over Made the Stallion. Mulatto could win for like maybe best new artist, but she's like in between that gap where she's not new, but she's not old. But let me tell you why. She might win because Be From The South, the remix, the regular. Then she has Muop with Gucci Mane. I'm a freakly because I can't let her broke beat. No way from the street. And then she has um Sex Life. Ain't that the song that she got with him? Let me go look at, let me go look at her um, discography, y'all. Hold on a minute. Um, She has Mulatto. Mulatto. Um, doom, doom. Because I'm a very freaky girl. Now she done changed her name to Lotto. Well, how am I supposed to find all the other stuff? Okay, this is Lotto. So she got beat from the South, Muwap. Oh, she's on Do. I never listened to Do It. Yes, Sex Lies. Um, And I don't know the rest of these because I also don't listen to Mulatto like that. But let me tell you, when um, Beat from the South, that. I might listen to her today. That was the Mbuwa for me was the What's up, T Ray? I see your fat pet. Um, that sorry. That was the lifted freestyle. Um <laughs> Yeah, so there was just oh, and then Sweetie. She's automatically out. She sucks. Sweetie sucks, okay? She's a beautiful girl. 
has a lovely personality, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about talent. Cute, wait, fat. Tap in, tap, tap, tap in. She be sampling the whole, I don't, she be sampling. Her raps just be not, nothing really sticks out. She's just very pretty, once again. Light skin, very pretty. Um, dress is cute. She's cute. Lovely girl. But that's what we're talking about. We're talking about talent. So, Sweetie has to get out of here. Doja Cat is a coon. Corda Ray barely has any bops. And then Cardi B, I feel like let someone else have the spotlight, which is why I'm saying Meg needs to come in. And then Mulatto, she has bops. I personally do not feel like that she is better than Meg. So, there was controversy, there was controversy over that, just considering that, you feel me, um why are all these light skin because the argument was that like where is flo millie where is asia the brat blah 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 blah. um okay and this is my thing i'm not very knowledgeable on female hip-hop because i don't i well hip-hop and i personally do not listen to a lot a lot i'll probably listen to more male hip-hop but i don't listen to a lot of female hip-hop i listen to meg every now and then and then mulatto every now and then I don't even really do the city girls. I can't even say the city girls name like city girls. I have to say the city girls because that's how <laughs> that's how I say it. Um, so yes, there was controversy over that. Do I feel like it's colorism um involved and privilege? Of course. I mean, come on. Come on. The light skins have come on. Do I need to go into my rant? I think I went to this random minute ago. A long time ago but i'm just gonna say this going on to the next subject um you don't have to be <laughs> people being and me and this girl i used to be friends with got in an argument about this before if you're listening hello um me and i mean being light-skinned and being pretty people feel like are synonymous and you know maybe it's subconscious whatever but it still happens like people equate being light-skinned to being pretty you do not have to be pretty and light-skinned you really don't as long as you're light-skinned nine times out of ten maybe ten times out of ten you're going to be looked at as you know pretty more desirable more delicate and as some people say just like i'm going to bring the hispanics in um you're going to be looked at as feisty and assertive whereas if you're a dark skin like myself you're going to be looked at as aggressive, as rude. People will call you roaches. People will call, people will call you darky. Um, the list is endless. When you're dark skin, you have to. Everything has to be to a T. You can't pick and choose. Like everything has to be done at all times. Hair, skin has to be right. Your shape has to be right. You have to be wearing bright colors. You have to be doing this. But unless you're being dark skin and like you're oiled up in the white bikini and white toes i mean some people do prefer dark skin over light skin but i will say that there is a larger margin for you to be criticized if you're dark skin that just is what that is hence why there are all light skin candidates and one brown skin candidate and best female hip-hop artist because like i said sweetie is really pretty she's light skin she doesn't have to have talent <laughs> She doesn't have to have talent. 
she can be pretty and light skinned. It's going to get the same recognition as, well, actually more recognition than someone such as Flo Millie, who was very consistent, such as Rico Nasty, which why? I just thought about it. Rico Nasty is not in here, which is, I'm behooved. I just realized that Rico Nasty is not, okay. Well, okay. We'll talk more about it next week. But just know that colorism, duh, is a thing. And that's definitely what's happening here. And it's still sad that in 2020, you know, don't even, don't nobody hit me with the argument of black people divide themselves and blah, blah, blah. And the white man did this. Okay, I get it. But it's still going on to this day. Okay. That's why so many dark-skinned men hate themselves to the point of where they were only date light-skinned women so their kids can quote-unquote have good hair when in reality just because someone is lighter skinned does not mean that they are going to have good hair self-hate is a it's a crazy thing so i can go on around all day but we're not going to talk about that um let's talk about what i was talking about on my instagram story this probably this one is probably going to be a little um more long-winded um let's talk about foodless today please let's talk about foodless because i just had like a thought in my head when i was making my instagram story yesterday and i was like you know what let's just talk about it on the show so if you don't know what a fupa is, even though everyone should, a fupa is answer fat upper area. Um, yeah, that's what a fupa is. I have a fupa, not a big one, but I still have one. Um, and I just feel like I tweeted this yesterday, and then I'm gonna elaborate. You know, my tweet or whatever. Because a lot was going on on Twitter yesterday. This whole week, a lot has been going on on Twitter. So, let's see. I tweeted. Where's my? Oh. For my plus-size queens, please do tummy love at least once a week. Whether you want it to be there or not, love the fupa. And don't try to hide it and cover it if they already know it's there. This goes for, because I've heard people say this. This goes for sex, too. Please start getting butt naked one time a woman told me what that she keeps her shirt on when she has sex if you don't let the stomach and the titty meet out they know what they're getting themselves into ma'am that is what i tweeted yesterday let me tell you why i tweeted this we listen as a plus size woman my mom be like or my sister be like you're not gonna put on no spanks or no no not at all i have a food but most people know that i have a food but everybody sees it that babe that little hand that you put over your stomach when you take the pictures that that ain't gonna do nothing i see around it babe having a food is perfectly fine and this just when people don't have a food but at least like a little piece of me i'd be very surprised but it's like you have to love the fupa or else you're literally going to be living your whole life so insecure about it and thinking like oh when i take pictures people are going to be looking at it and in public when literally if you love it and you embrace it and you're real confident in it people are really not going to be that um People are not going to be paying that much attention. And I don't even think people pay that much attention now, honestly. Like, I feel like 
if you embrace something and if you're confident in something, I just don't understand. Just let it out is what I'm trying to say. Let the thigh meat out, the stomach meat. If you got a little extra arm meat, if you got a little extra back meat, who's going to, and if people even comment and tell you put it up, no, <laughs> no, thank you because I will say I've talked I've talked about this before I've always been thicker since I was young I've always been thicker and I have definitely gained a lot of weight since I've been in college but it's like okay well one I'm working on it I'm working out I'm working in the gym but even if I wasn't okay you're gonna you can deal with the fupa and if you don't then that don't what does that have to do with me which brings me to my point of well one loving it and embracing it we see it babe we see it and it goes for the six i'm a virgin hello mom and dad um (laughs) but what is the point of having sex and you have your shirt on someone please dm me let me know what is the point because Babe, they knew what you looked like without the clothes before you even got here. So, by you wearing the shirt because you don't want your stomach and your boobs to be flying, babe, they know that you have a stomach and boobs under the shirt. They're probably also looking at you like, why does she have this shirt on? Take it off. Let it out. Wear the bikini. Okay. Everybody is a summer body. And really, this goes back to my point I also tweeted this week. The world would be a better place if everyone just minded their business. As long as my vagina lips are not out and my nipples are not showing in public, what does what I'm wearing have to do with you? You feel me? What does what I have going on have to do with you? Um... So, yes, and I want to talk about that. I want to talk about, like, kind of plus-size dating and preferences because, you know, people always say, like, um, dating weight, and I, I made an episode about this. Is, it was episode two called Country Men Love Thigh Mix. I talked about plus-size dating there, too. But I want to talk about how um, people do talk about how um, dating when you're plus-size is a little more difficult, and I'm not disagreeing because I do feel like it is a little more difficult. Um like actually difficult and then subconsciously difficult so actually difficult because well not for me because um I will say that I feel like I am an acceptable uh air quotes an acceptable plus size woman which is bad but there's like kind of not not discrimination within the plus size community but just like acceptable so like I have a smaller I have a bigger bottom and a smaller top so like I have a big butt I have big thighs my stomach isn't small but my stomach is very proportional to my body so I have a proportional stomach my boobs are kind of medium and like my arms aren't really super big so I I have a nice silhouette I have a quote-unquote acceptable plus size shape and like the other day my friend was telling me he was like I wouldn't even consider you plus size you're just like thick which yeah but technically I wear plus size clothes like I wear like a 16 in jeans I wear like an extra large one x sometimes so like technically I am plus size but I'm just like a quote-unquote except and I'm saying quote-unquote because I don't want to 
I'm not trying to offend anyone who doesn't have the same shape. I'm just saying that's what people would say is that like, oh, you know, you aren't plus size. Like you're, you're just thick, blah, blah, blah. But I'm saying it's difficult um, on the outside because obviously, you know, throughout history, I feel like people have been, which I would like to make a disclaimer and say this has never happened to me. But, you know, I've heard people talk about this and I've seen women tweet about this. People have been like, quote unquote, embarrassed to date someone that was plus size. Um, so like, let's say, I think this girl tweeted this, like maybe like sometime last year, she was like, um, you know, people would, I'll be desirable enough for people to have sex with, but like not desirable enough to like be taken on a date and blah, blah, blah. And I always think about that episode of the game when Malik was talking to that plus size, um, sports reporter. If you watch the game, you know what I'm talking about. It's the same lady that's from, um, fat, what's it called? Fat girls with Monique and, um, about the African yes um she was on there and her and Malik were like having sex they like they were consistently having sex but when she was like she wants to go on a date he like stood her up and then once they like he like tried to confess his love on the internet and everybody was like oh he's a chubby chaser blah 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 which is crazy to me because yeah but I said that to say people you know throughout history men have been embarrassed I suppose to date plus size women but the thing is like question marks because a lot of the time and this is no shade to my non-plus size queens okay a lot of the time my plus size babes I mean, face, the face card never declined. Makeup, always on point. Hair, always on point. Fits, popping. Skin, popping. But you're telling me that you wouldn't talk to someone just because they have like a little extra meat. Like I said, it's a, if it's a preference, that's fine. But I need for us as a plus size community to stop being some surprised when people show interest in us. And I'm just saying, not me personally, but I'm saying this because I'm still in the community. I don't do this stuff. Stop being surprised when someone, you know, finds you desirable and they actually are trying to play with you and they're trying to talk to you. Like, don't be surprised. And a lot of the times, I'm also say this, a lot of the times it'd be the really skinny men or just like it'd be the really skinny, like the skinny men or be like the gym rats that really like plus size women. And I be behoo- like, I don't know how that logic works. I saw this TikTok the other day and uh, I think the girl was just like, I think I get it. Cause like, they're like one, they eat a lot cause they have to get their gains and stuff. And then, but I will say also, it's not assumed. Like, I don't feel like, I feel like I eat like a normal person. I don't feel like I'm a big foodie. Like I have friends that are smaller than me that love, like literally love food. And I'm like, duh, we need food to live. And I like food, but I'm not like a, I don't be ordering three appetizers and two entrees when I go to a restaurant. Like, I don't, I don't know. But the, the girl was just like, hey, she kind of gets it. Cause like the gym rats, they like, like food, like they eat a lot. And you know, if you're plus size, I guess you're assumed to eat a lot. Um, and then they're like really hard and really solid um no pun intended (laughs) they're really solid so they like I guess need something like squishy but they're gonna be upset because I'm like kind of squishy but my legs feel like cement 
I have a lot of muscle mass in my legs. So that's just crazy to me to like, you know, skinnier men usually always like plus size women and then the gym rats um usually also like plus size women. That's crazy. That's wild. But I was going to say women love the fupa. Do not be surprised when people show interest in you. You know, put yourself out there. Oh, what I wanted to talk about on the other side of it being difficult subconsciously, because let's say if I wanted to shoot my shot with someone in my subconsciously in my head, which is not healthy, but I'll be like, dang, I wonder if they even like plus size women. When it's like, honestly, you know, sometimes I doubt they're really thinking about that, but it's always worth to try. But that is like the subconscious side of it to where I feel like a lot of, um, smaller women don't really have to worry about that because like skinny is skinny you're having like a little meat it's fine but when you're plus size and having to like not having to but you want to like shoot your shot or like flirt with somebody you're just like well are they into like that which is unhealthy because if i'm just fine i'm just fine it don't matter which i am i'm an i'm a fine tenderoni so it's like Either you're interested or you're not. Take it or leave it, which is why, like, preference, and I tweeted this, like, because there's a whole situation, which I'll get into in a minute. It's a whole controversial conversation about bonnets, which, whatever, I'll get into it in a minute. But it's just, like, I, I tweeted, like, I want people to understand that you can have a preference as long as that preference isn't downing the other side. So, like, let's say if I encountered a dude and he was like, I don't like women who have short hair, or like, like, let's say a man tweet, I don't like women that have short hair. Why would I get defensive and come on his post and be like, huh? Um, why I don't like, why do you like women with short hair? When I can literally just ignore it, be like, bitch, that's a preference. And just talk to somebody who likes women with short hair. So I say all that to say, talk to people that want to talk to you. That's what this, that's honestly what this all boils down to love yourself enough to entertain people that want to talk to you that that are attracted to you and that aren't ashamed to like make things public to god in public places with you which is very weird i never felt like that i never felt like anyone was like embarrassed to go with me anywhere but anyways so yeah that's um what i want to talk about please quit hiding that fupa while i'm looking for this next topic please quit hiding that fupa because i just i just need i just need y'all to stop so this is what i also want to talk about and maybe like we'll talk about this and one more thing we're going to get out of here so there's a, a controversy going on about bonnets which have always been uh talked about but i thought we were all on the same page but i guess not um monique i posted a video where she was like she went to atlanta airport and just saw so many women black men with like bonnets and headscarves on and stuff and people are getting salty because they were like this is what i'm talking about black women can't do anything without being criticized um let us do what we do blah 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 y'all look amazed i'm gonna start off by well let me start off by saying if someone has an opinion about something they're more than welcome to voice that so if monique was saying y'all look amazed if she thinks y'all look amazed i don't understand why y'all are writing these think pieces <laughs> about some damn bonnets all these think pieces for what about bonnets and scars and there's a whole counter argument 
when if she thinks you look a mess, she has the right to be like, y'all look a mess. As do I think y'all look a mess. I'm going to keep it 100. I honestly thought we were all on the same page. But y'all really look like clowns when you go out in public with bonnets and scarves on. And I saw this thing that Jackie Ina was tweeting about it because Jackie Ina is, is on the side of like, whatever, wearing it, wherever you want to wear it, whatever. That's fine. I still think y'all look amazed. But, um, how do I say this? I agree with Jackie Ina. Like, let's say, and you know, I don't have hair. So someone could say, you know what I'm talking about? You don't have hair. Well, I used to, babe, and I still, I had hair all the way up until 2018. So that was... 20 years of my life and I never thought to wear a bonnet outside of the house anyways um Jackie I was just like if I'm on an international flight and I'm driving like x y and z amount of hours and there's like flatbeds then of course I'm going to be wearing a bonnet but you're not telling me that a lot of y'all are flying first class <laughs> okay I should have monitored it also I didn't know I was going to say that but it's already out it's not like a lot of y'all are flying first class and like flying to Dubai first class and you have the ability to lay down in the bed let's be real here so that's not the reason why you're wearing a bonnet at the airport because it's a long flight you're wearing a bonnet you're flying from Atlanta to Miami and you have a bonnet on babe 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 please like I said it's my I personally feel like y'all look amazed but the thing that really like people are making these counter arguments and making all these think pieces but it's like if you want to continue to wear your bonnet in public that's fine there's just like secondary quote-unquote I don't want to use the word consequences because it's not going to affect anyone like if someone has on a bonnet in the store I won't pay them attention I'll just be like "Ooh, they look amazed and I'll go on about my day but is there I'm not going to go up to them and tap on them and be like, ma'am, you look amazed. That would be me putting myself in the, that would be me crossing the boundary of at this point, not having a preference, but you're like affecting the person that's on the other side of your preference. That's like, if, yeah, no, but yes, y'all look amazed in the bonnets. Um, and my asterisk, asterisk, asterisk in bold underlined, in my opinion i do feel like what the hell why you the bonnet is literally used to protect your hair so when you wake up the next day or when you go out or whatever your hair you know hasn't lost its moisture still in place still doing this doing that why do you have on your bonnet and target huh okay my mic cut off i don't know what the deal is but yeah, why do you have that on in Target? Hmm, why do you have it on at the airport? So yes, I am definitely um what is it called? Pro I'm not pro bonnet. I am pro take that bonnet off. Please. Pro take the bonnet off. I'm over it. And then, you know, there was a counter argument of like, oh, it's always us talking about bonnets. Um, but we, got, we don't talk about durags. We'll start talking about them. If you feel a way about them, babe, just start tweeting about it. It's like if um your boyfriend comes to you and tells you like, I don't like how you're doing this, this, and this. And then you'd be like, well, I don't like how you're doing. Babe, that's not how it works. If you felt a way about durags before now, then talk about it the counter argument about do rags is stupid and then this was also why it's dumb because 
Durags are used and have been used as fashion by women. And I'm a woman, but I hate to do this by women on multiple occasions. Unfortunately, by different cultures, even though that is cultural appropriation. And some men have worn of do rags with outfits. Do I prefer for my man to wear do rags with outfits? Hell no. No, thank you. But <laughs> once again, it's a preference type of thing. If you want to talk about how men wearing do rags in public looks amazing, then you're more than this is a free country. Not as free because we're black, but it is free enough for you to talk about how um do-rags look amazed talk about it babe so that kind of argument is kind of invalid because it's like do-rags i've never seen anyone wear a bonnet with an outfit never in my life have i seen anyone wear a bonnet with that with um some jeans um some dunks and a graphic t-shirt i have never seen a bonnet would i probably see would, would i probably see a man wearing a do-rag yeah probably and try to make it, you know, swaggy of some sort. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, women have tried to put that with fashion as well. But, no. Take the bonnets off. Honestly, leave the do-rags at home. Just leave them. When you get out the car, take the... My dad wears his do-rag in the car until we get to our destination. Then he takes it off. That's different. If you want to wear your bonnet, then when we get to the destination, take it off. Or your scarf or whatever. That's fine. But if my friends was with me and um, they had on a bonnet, I would be like, why? Actually, no, it's a free country. I would, in my head, be thinking they look amazed. But if you want to wear it, that's you. Would I probably want to go somewhere in public with them? No, because why do you have that bonnet on? <laughs> I want to sound, like, so rude in this episode, but it's the truth, like, if you don't think you look a mess, then great. Good. Wear whatever you want to wear. But as for some people, that looks a mess. And people are uh, people can voice that. And then there will be the counter argument of when white people wear pajamas in public. They look a mess too. No one is safe out here. They also look a mess. They look a mess. Anyone that wears pajamas just like I was just talking to somebody about this, how white people don't brush their hair when they go to work. The thing just because they white, they don't have to do that. They look an absolute mess. And I be thinking in my head, you look a mess. So if anyone has on pajamas, white, black, purple, blue, orange. I even hate when people still have their kids in pajamas and they begin to store. Put that baby on some clothes. It's not going to take long. I promise. Take off the ones and put them on some shorts and a shirt. And please start putting shoes on y'all kids. But that's the, that's, we not, I'm not going to get into that today. But, yeah, so it's, don't even start the kind of argument of, well, y'all don't say nothing when white people have pajamas on in public. I absolutely do. When white people used to wear pajamas to class in college, it very rare, honestly, very rare that that happened. But I would just be like, question marks, wait, so you telling me you were so tired and you was running so short on time that you wore these pajamas to class? And not even just like, let's say if they're like plain gray pajamas that can pass the sweatpants. Not those, I'm talking about, y'all know the plaid, plaid pajama pants, cookie monster pajama pants, Peppa Pig pajama pants. Y'all know what I'm talking about. 
they look amazing. I will be thinking they look amazing. So long story short, let people have their own opinions. The bonnets do look amazing. And I still stand by what I said. And yeah, people probably still could be mad today. And I'm going to just be like, I already said my piece. I'm not going to argue with nobody. I haven't argued with nobody thus far. I just be thinking like, yeah, I just said, I tweeted. I tweeted. I already read my tweet, actually. Verbatim. The bonnet think pieces must go. If you want to wear a bonnet in public, wear it. No one is holding a gun to your head to take them off. But in my opinion, it looks a mess. People can have opinions, LOL. Y'all do know that, right? Another tweet that I tweeted, like it's like a thread. And the do-rag kind of argument is kind of strange, in my opinion, because people have turned do-rag into fashion, which is why, to some people, do-rags are acceptable. Do I prefer for someone to wear a do-rag with a fit? No, but once again, it's a preference. And another kind of argument would be white people wearing pajamas in public. They look a mess as well. Anybody who wears PJs out of the house looks a mess, LOL. One is not worse than the other, in my opinion in caps and with asterisks let people have opinions so yes i said say my what i said they look a mess and y'all have a blessed day so um the last thing that i kind of want to talk about and i'll say like these earlier two um i want to talk about men calling themselves the prize i was watching crew season shout out crew season um i watched them a lot and they were talking about they always talk about this stuff so you know some people think uh crew season is like they're misogynistic um sometimes i can feel like they are just like kevin well i don't follow kevin samuels or anything i just personally hate that man well hate is a strong word i dislike him with a passion um they like him though so i mean that kind of says something but anyways um they were talking about a uh, man calling themselves the prize and before i get into what they were saying i'm just gonna say these um sometimes i feel like well most of the time i feel like women are the prize i mean the bible the man the man who finds a wife finds a good thing and the people are like why do y'all only want to quote quote certain parts of the bible um at certain times i'm just telling you what i think please a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. It doesn't say a woman that finds a husband finds a good thing, you know, because you know, I think that's like that because one, without a woman, men cannot reproduce. They cannot. You can't. The woman bears the children. Okay, the woman bears the child. I think back in the day, the woman was like taking care of the household and things like that. Um. So, yes, the man who finds a wife finds a good thing. You know, on one side, I think that. But with that being said, I've been wanting it to be like, I want everyone to feel like they're a prize. You know? Because whoever my man is, my husband is in the future, whatever. Oh, I want them to feel like you had to go, not go through, not like it's hard to be with me. But you had to have a lot of standards and a lot of things I like and we could just have to fit like two puzzle pieces for you to make it this far <laughs> so I feel like you are a prize because you're of course like you know gonna be caring gonna have a good job gonna be you know god-fearing gonna cater to my love language you know we're gonna be compatible in as far as like affection and um all of that stuff you know so while I feel like you feel me they are the prize we both can be the prize i just feel like why do men 
want to appear to be the prize and I'm going to tell you why once again because so the crew season they were talking about how um a good man is more rare to find than a good woman you know apparently you know black women are um, not apparently black women are like the most one of the most educated groups and he was like there's so many good women out here as far as like career wise and personality wise and like all this stuff it's like so when you find a good man they're talking about how like i think they said three percent and i'm not quoting these facts from google i'm telling you what they said go look it up yourself how like three percent of men of black men make over 70k or something like that something to that effect um i don't know how many black men there are in the world i kind of want to find out let me see men are in prison what don't get me started on prison um black male statistics um the black male population in the united states is 21 million um this is 2018 this is 48 percent of the total black population compared to black females who make up 52 percent Okay, so there is, oh, most of the black men are under 18 years old and 18 to 34, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so 3% of 21 million, um, hold on, is 630,000. Okay. That means that in the U.S., technically, there's more black men, I'm sure now. Um, only 630,000 of the 21 million make over $70,000. And this is the reason why I bring up money, because at the end of the day, finance is a very important relationship. And in order to, you know, like, trying to sit, in order to, um have the desire to be ahead of the house as a husband, I feel like that is very important. So that's why I think that's why they were talking about finances. But, um... Yeah, 630,000 of those men make over 70K. Wow. I'm going to go look up these. I should have these statistics, but you know what? It's fine. I'm going to go look it up. I'm going to play some of the um the Jeopardy music while I'm looking this up. Okay, so all right, so let's just let's take a look. African American household. From, let's just do like twenty eighteen. So this is really sad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's saying that there is twenty five percent um that made twenty five k to fifty k. Now this is um per household. I want to see. Blah, blah 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 blah. Yes, annual household income. Oh, that's not good at all amongst two people so then it says that middle class so 50k to 150k keep in mind that this is um 
and your household. So this is like husband and wife. Um, 50K to 150K. Okay. And then let's say, oh my God, I have to send this to my parents. Upper middle makes 150K to 200K. And then that's 4%. So 36% made it middle class. I don't know if I said that. 4% upper middle class. And then upper class is 200K and over. Which only makes up 3%. That's correct. Y'all, 19% make under 15K. That's poverty and work. Bro, I know you're lying. I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all. No, I'm not going to tell y'all because that's going to, y'all going to know how much I make. No, that's messy. <laughs> um, No. Okay. So that didn't really prove my point because I wanted to get into the women, but long story short, there are a lot more black women, I think, that make more money than black men, which is very sad. So what Cruise Season was saying um, basically is that like there are more black women out here that are, you know, working, that are provided for themselves, that are, you know, trying to just prepare their career and their future. There are more black women out here, you know, being active, making that happen than black men. Um, and I mean, I'm pretty sure that is true, which is kind of sad, which is why they say men are the prize because you find a good man that like is trying to provide for you financially, that is, you know, trying to be there for you emotionally, um, physically, that is really just ha- getting all of your qualities on top of that 70K, which is only 3%, which is only that 630,000 of the 21 million, then you're winning. So while I get their reasoning, why can't we all just be the prize, even though I'm more pushing towards women are really the prize? But that doesn't discredit that men are also very special, which maybe I'll get into. I feel like on the cruises, on the cruises, they talk about a lot of the time how relationships are men compromising their happiness, which I feel like is complete crap. So, yes, that is all I have. We will talk about that maybe next week. I may add that to my notes or we're definitely going to talk about that next week. Um, Thank you guys for listening per usual. This was a really good show in my opinion. And we're at an hour, we're almost at an hour and a half, or we are at an hour and a half. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow my personal Instagram at underscore E-B-U-N-N-Y-Y. Follow our um Instagram, the podcast Instagram at Ethereal Black Girl underscore just how it's spelled on um whichever streaming service you're listening on right now, or not streaming, whichever service you're listening on right now. And then I need to make an email so I can start sending me advice questions because I be wanting to answer a little advice questions because I love when people just send me anything to say. But for right now, um, if you want to send anything, whether like a you know a supportive email, you have advice, you have any questions about literally anything, um, then email me at love l o v e dot eba e b a number two at gmail dot com. That was the name of that was the first name of my podcast. I just haven't signed up for the theory of like or email yet but yes um thank you guys for listening so much have a great sunday have a great memorial day be safe and per usual um don't drink and drive this is key this memorial day please do not drink and drive take a uber take a lift um have a designated driver just please be safe um don't do drugs and use protection peace yeah, you could be his forever, baby, but tonight you're mine. I pay you in cash, baby, he just pay you mine. Tell me you love me, baby, and tell me it's mine. Cause time and it's money, and money is time. Yeah, I took my talents out to South Beach. South Beach. Now my pockets looking so deep. So deep. I'm on the sky, baby, sky, baby. Yeah. 
mama scared, baby, scared, baby, out of my heavy. Still getting faded. Shots to the posture, we just so young and belated. That's why I'm out here winning. Out here and getting it. just the specifics, baby, we get it, we get it. Just let your pussy talk, don't let this feeling fade. Girl, cut them bitches up, they ain't got shit to say. Just let your pussy talk, don't let this feeling fade. Girl, cut them bitches up, they ain't got shit to say. Cause you the baddest in the game right now. So I said, you, you the baddest in the game right now. You can have a 